Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Survive and Thrive, a podcast that brings you stories and perspectives on how in changing times, leaders and organizations can not only transform to survive, but also thrive. I'm your host, Jennifer Ayers. As a quick recap and a reminder, last season, we focused on change management and helping our listeners understand how to positively influence the change they want to see in their organization. And in this season, we're focusing on important aspects regarding the future of work and how to create a healthy work culture so that your organization can not just survive, but thrive. Today, I'm very excited to have my partner, Lisa Insley, on with me today. I am sure some of you have heard her on our previous episodes, and I always enjoy bringing Lisa on. Lisa brings great perspective and is a wonderful sounding board, especially for me when I'm trying to figure out what to do. So thank you, Lisa, for coming back and being on our uh, show this time. Thanks for having me. Lisa, I specifically wanted to drag you on to this podcast uh, interview today because I'm really interested in continuing to expand the conversation around the employee experience as it relates to the future of work. And there's been a lot of evolution in this space. Back in episode 16, I talked a little bit about this at a very high level. And I promised our listeners I'd come back and bring the the expert in to really double click into a couple of areas. And specifically, I want to talk about... Let me just start with having you perhaps describe to our listeners your perspective or your point of view on the definition for the employee experience. And then I've got a couple other things to ask you about that were planted in that prior episode, if you wouldn't wouldn't mind indulging me and our listeners. I would be happy to. We can start off by tackling the topic of how the employee experience is defined or, or what that means. And in my experience, I've learned that it means literally the experience that someone in your workforce has as a result of being a part of your organization. This can be anything from the moment the person is considering joining your company. So everything, you know, even before they interview for a role, all the way through being hired, onboarded, working at or within the organization for however long, and eventually departing. And and you can even consider the post-employee experience. So how does the person experience being a part of your organization even after they've left the workforce? So it can really be, you know, a long journey. And it's all about what their experience is, how happy are they, how much are they enjoying their time um, being a part of your organization and, and contributing value. And also, you know, thinking about what value they gain from being a part of your organization. Well, that's fairly consistent with the definition that I came out with. So I feel I feel good that I wasn't going too far off the reservation. Why does that matter? Why should people be thinking about or talking about the employee experience? It matters because the satisfaction of the workforce and a more positive employee experience is proven to make an impact on the ability for your organization to be successful. So you will see better outcomes, you know, better and or faster paths to success when you have a happier workforce. I think there's a lot of discussion in the CX, the, the customer experience circles around how people who work in customer experience, if, if they're having a better experience as an employee within the organization, their satisfaction kind of trickles 
out to or is, is almost like a, uh, it's, it radiates to the customer experience and how positive that is. So there's a lot of studies out there that point to how much there's a connection between employee satisfaction in terms of business outcomes and, and customer satisfaction. I, I totally agree with you. In fact, one of the things that I pointed out on the last episode was that workforce and company culture is an integral part of determining an employee's experience and positively impacting workforce, the workforce and the success of the workforce. And according to, I think it was PwC that I quoted on that one, something like 72% of senior management responded that culture helps successful change initiatives. And that is tied to directly to their employee experience. And would be curious to hear from your point of view, the relationship perhaps around a company culture and the employee experience. The company culture is part of what shapes the employee experience. Organizations can certainly consider how to give their workforce a positive experience in light of not having maybe a well-defined culture or an intentionally defined culture. But it's a whole lot easier when the organization has a clear set of leading principles, when they're clear on their mission, their vision, their values, and the behaviors that the workforce can exhibit to live those values. If those are articulated and um, documented and fully integrated in the organization, it serves as a, a springboard and a catalyst for then looking at, okay, how do we take those are our values, what do we value, what are our principles, and how does that manifest in terms of the way that we show our employees that we value them, that we care about them. There's just such an interconnection, it makes it a whole lot easier to articulate what, a, what the employee experience is going to look like because you have that clarity around who you want to be as an organization. And as we've talked about on the show and we talk about in a lot of our content and with our clients, Organizations are organisms and they're made of people. Having values and a culture and an employee experience that's centered around that is very powerful. And it's it's just a whole lot harder to be intentional about how you put people at the center in your employee experience when you don't have when you don't have that um, intentional approach to culture. I love that. That's a great observation. And we also highlighted, or I also think I highlighted a, a Gartner report on that last podcast that it really shows when leaders put effort into intentionally creating a culture and thinking through their employee experience. Because if people feel supported, and I think you basically said this, there's a greater sense of overall well-being. And as a result, I think it was Gartner that reported that employees that have that sense of overall well-being, that their companies care for them, those organizations see a 21% increase in the number of high performers. To me, and for you, <laughs> and for our company, this is like a no-brainer for organizations to make an investment in being intentional about their culture and thinking about that employee experience. It's so true. The data and the studies show it. Um, and you can even see uh, validation in where HR leaders are putting their budgets and their investments. So when Lattice did their state of people strategy study in 2021, they asked about what the top HR software priorities were. And um, right behind HR information system is employee engagement surveys. And so the drive and the motivation and the investment is, is there for understanding how engaged and how employees are viewing the, the experience at work 
and then of course being able to do something about it. So um, it's definitely front and center for a lot of company leadership. It kind of leads me to what I left our listeners hanging on last time. These two questions that I posed around what can organizations do to think about and consider steps to improve their culture and employee experience, but also what can individual leaders do? So maybe just starting first at that organizational level, since you raised the point about the the priority and the focus from an HR perspective, what do you think are some of the first steps that an organization can take to understand where they are in this journey? I think you and I have encountered enough client experiences so far that there's a sense that culture can be developed organically. And I and while that is true, there's a need to be intentional at some level, or you might <laughs> grow in a direction you didn't <laughs> you didn't expect. So there's a lot of tools out there to try to get your arms around employee engagement and creating a healthier work culture, etc. But maybe just talk through some thoughts on that you have on how an organization can really take some first steps to address employee experience, improve employee engagement, etc. The first thing that companies can do, that organizations can do is figure out where they are in terms of employee sentiment, employee engagement. And that can be done as we've already talked about through through surveys. So there's uh, many different ways and and certainly many low low cost or low barrier ways to go out and get a pulse from the employees on how you're doing in terms of engagement and how the experience is for them. And um, that'll give you a good sense of where you can focus going forward. With that being said, certainly, as you mentioned, you can let your culture be organic or, you know, not be, you you don't have to be intentional about setting the culture um, for the company. If you do take that step to identify and articulate the culture of the organization, it's going to give you a much more organized way to go out and, and perform that survey work and then to act on it as a follow-up, which which is really important. You know, if you're asking your employees to give you feedback in a survey, you absolutely need to show that you're listening and responding and looking to continuously improve and do something with, with the information that's been provided to you. The culture work gives you a really clear framework within which to survey and then make improvements. You know, irrespective of whether you define your culture or not, and beyond the survey, the other thing that can be done is looking at all of those, you know, touch point moments, those, those moments that matter along the employee journey where you can be consistent in your value proposition as an employer, what value you are bringing to the lives and the well being of your employees. And so that, that type of messaging can show up in how you recruit talent how you engage with them during the interviewing process, how you onboard them, how they go through regular performance reviews, how they experience moments like rewards and recognitions, how they are even addressed when it comes to exiting the organization. You know, all of these are some examples of the key moments that matter where you can, again, be really clear and consistent in the employer value proposition and uh, what you want the experience to be like at the organization. 
But I'll just, I'll say it one more time. It's a lot easier to do these things um, consistently and have the scaffolding in place to help this all make sense for yourself as a, as a leader, but also for the employees who are getting a lot of messages, a lot of information, their time is crunched, their attention is spread very thin. Having your culture um, articulated in those values provides really nice scaffolding to make things clear, aligned, and really well articulated and make a whole lot of sense. To amplify that last point, if you don't want to be intentional and help define for people the behavior that you ultimately want, then when they do behave a certain way and it's not in alignment with what you want as an organization, you're frustrated because that individual isn't performing as you expect. And they're frustrated because they're doing what they think they need to do to do a good job. And they're wondering why they're not getting promoted. They're not getting acknowledged. They're not getting the support they need. So this stuff matters, people. (laughs) can't say it enough because we see it over and over again, don't we? We do. And I'll I'll add another piggyback onto all of this, which is the importance of the employee experience, whether you can connect it to your culture, aside from or, you know, when you don't have your culture intentionally articulated, um, making sure that the uh, desired employee experience is really understood at all levels of people uh, leadership is critical all the way up from, you know, the CEO and through each layer. Um, there needs to be clarity and alignment on what type of employee experience you're trying to create. Because if there's a lack of alignment, you really create a fractured experience across different areas of the company. And it's going to create a lot of churn, certainly make it harder to get things done. And, you know, again, if you've got your values and and the behaviors you want to see clearly articulated, that's so much more helpful. Again, those behaviors have to be demonstrated and lived into by all levels of leadership. So if you've got a value around being curious, for example, being clear about what the key top behaviors are that all employees should exhibit to be curious helps people understand what that can look like for them and how it relates to the role they play. Um, but you have to make sure that everybody's doing that at all levels, which isn't always the case. But it makes a huge difference in terms of that experience because it, it it's consistent and it's omnipresent in every area of the organization, much, much more impactful. Totally agree. And some of the things you talked about and you shared with our audiences, so some first steps, getting a sense of where you are as an organization, doing some kind of assessment to determine where you are, Going beyond that, getting people involved at different levels to help with this process because then their fingerprints are on it as well. And when you do take that pause and take a look at where you are and do that assessment, you can actually measure some of your progress and come back to some of the things that you thought you had a hypothesis around and pressure test whether some of the things are actually working or not. So I'll put this out there to our listeners that anyone that's out there that wants to get some thoughts around this and guidance, we will offer 20% discount for our own assessment that we do specifically around this and helping your organization determine where you are, how does it impact your employee experience and employee engagement. And you can do that by sending an email to hello at consinityus.com. Again, that's hello at consinityus.com. Mention this podcast and you will get a 20% discount on the assessment that we provide 
And it's really, it's been helping our clients get some good perspective on where they are in the journey and how they can make adjustments. Even if you already have um, a good foundation in place, it can really provide you some additional insights um, on how you're doing and where you might want to adapt going forward. Lisa, one more question, because I know we're running out of time here. But so we talked a lot about the macro level, uh, the organizational level, how can you as an organization address employee experience? But what about as an individual? So I'm a leader, I might not be able to go to my HR leadership and tell them, I really think they should hire Consinity to do this assessment work and bring them in to help them on this journey. But um, where do individuals stand as it relates to creating uh, a positive employee experience? Yes, a lot of people probably find themselves in this position. You know, aside from being able to leverage what's already been defined at a company level, you can also bring forward some of the key or top leadership attributes that have shown to be successful. And some of them you've already mentioned, but they all center around uh, treating the people on your team like the people that they are. They've got not only the work that they're doing, but you know they have um, family, friends, loved ones, interests, hobbies, uh, things that they do outside of work and, you know, treating them like that whole person they are and making sure that you're empathetic, you are listening to their needs and responding to those. One thing that's fully in your control as as a leader, really hearing out your employees or your team's perspective, what they're going through and responding to them with playing back what you're hearing, offering them support that's within your realm of you know, scope and capabilities to support, it's going to go a long way to creating a team that's really satisfied from a from a workplace experience standpoint. There's always going to be, you know, the company policies and the guidelines, and certainly you want to stick within those those guardrails. But I think we can all figure out what the parameters are and where within there you can be flexible to respond to the needs of the team. Um, we know today that there's a ton of desire for autonomy and flexibility, especially in where and when we work. And so if you can provide that flexibility at your team level, that is going to create a lot of trust, an environment of empathy. And that in and of itself can be, you know, really powerful in light of what is happening at an organizational level. Love that. And I'll just put a little plug in there that uh, we talked about this, or I talked about this on our on the last episode as well, that empathy is so important as a leader. And according to Forbes, 96% of employees believe empathy is important to retain them. That's a pretty staggering statistic, I would say. So pay attention to that. So um, and you mentioned flexibility as well. We've talked a lot about that. And certainly there's lots of evidence that suggests flexibility in the workforce is key on that journey. So these are great, great nuggets, Lisa. I really appreciate you taking the time today to talk more about employee experience and how it relates to employee engagement and creating a healthy work work culture. So I am sure we're going to have a lot more conversations on this since this happens to be a subject we both really enjoy. So thank you very much for joining today. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for joining this week's episode of Survive and Thrive podcast. 
Remember, at Consinity, we empower the conscious leader to realize positive and sustainable change. Until next time, don't just survive, thrive. Take care.